Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Oh, it feels good in here today. All right. All right. Don't have to tell them to turn the heat up today. That's good. Uh, you know, I've been praying about this year, the beginning of the year, and now we're getting further into it about having a more of a theme on and off of looking at, of a, a blessing that we have uh, of revelation, and revelation brings us hope. And so on and off this through this year, I'm going to bring different times on topics of of the end times and uh, last week and this week, and then as the time goes on through the year, just to know that we have hope. And we're going to look at God's word today that, where it says, comfort one another with these words. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we can take a deep breath in the midst of everything that's going on, all the unrest and Lord, the virus and so many things in the world happening, Lord, we can, we can look up and we know that we have hope. Lord, whether we're watching here today, whether we're here live, Lord, wherever it might be, Lord, speak to our hearts that we can leave encouraged through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, words are, are powerful and, and words are, are even more powerful depending on who they're coming from. And there was a, there was a study done that uh, sociologists, psychologists, and scientists got together, and this is, a, this is what they have come up with, that women speak about 150 words uh, a minute, and men speak about 100 words a minute. So I'm, I'm not going to get into that. I'm just telling you what they're saying. But uh, anyway, anyways, but he, listen, here's the interesting part of this. I found something out more interesting, and it's hard to break it all down, but they, they, they through, listen, you can, you can agree with this too, because if you've ever been talking to someone and they, they, they interrupt you, and here's why. Now, if someone, the average person, let's say, is going to speak 125 or could speak 125 words a minute, they have done studies that, that you think, we think, 10 times faster than we speak. So, think about that for a minute. We think 10 times faster than we speak. So, if, if we're not careful... What is happening to you, what happens to me, it happens to all of us, what we're taking in, <clears throat> we're, we're thinking so much more. If the devil can do anything with deception in your life, and I want you to get this, if he can do one thing to get you or to get me, to get us fearful in what we're living in, he exaggerates whatever is going on in our life. And he makes it look so much bigger than what it is. So, that being said, this is so important as we look at God's Word today. You know, as, as, we, as you read the Bible and, and, and what we're going to look about the rapture today and the Lord's coming back, and, and it, to people, when you read it, it sounds kind of funny, and they're not sure, how does that come about? Well, you know, a third, third of this book, a third of the Bible is prophecy 
A third of it. Think about that. And most of those prophecies have not only come to pass, but they've all been true and they've all been predicted and they all came about just as the way the Bible says. That's where we have hope today to know that when we read God's word and what we're about to read, that we can comfort one another with these words. We have comfort. And what's so important is that we communicate with each other because if we're not careful, we're going to, in our mind, we're going to blow this up, whatever's going on, and the fear that's happening or what you're going through personally. And that's what's so important and what the Bible says that we're going to look at. So, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, it tells us about the rapture, but when the Lord comes back for us, we might not even have to face death to think about that. I was talking to Pastor Ernie in the back to think that we might be the generation that we might not have to face death. Listen to what God's word says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brother, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest your sorrow as others who have no hope. In other words, know that we have hope for those that have died before us. We know that we're going to see them again someday. Other people and so many people in the world don't have the hope that we have. Think about that. How would you feel right now? We can't even conceptualize that. If you and I were living in this time and we weren't a believer. But I don't know how people are, are, are making it through. Well, it continues and it says, for we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that ye who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means perceive those who are asleep. In other words, those that are, have already passed away. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive will remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Verse 18 is always overlooked. And that's why I wanted to bring it in the title today. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. In the time that we're living in, you and I know that we have hope. I want you to grasp that today, to know that what the Bible says is true. What you're going through, what we're facing now is real. But if we're not careful in our mind, it's going to be so exaggerated because the devil is there to deceive us. And he always wants to make your situation look so much worse than what it is. How do we work through that? One of the key components of knowing this today is, is the fellowship of, of one another. That, that's what the devil is so trying to do. We see how he's trying to separate us in society today and all the different factions and all the different groups and all the things that are going on. What's so important that you talk with each other about the hope that we have. We need to remind each other as believers Comfort one another with these words. We need to remember, that's why we're here today. That's why we worship on the first day of the week, because Jesus rose from the grave. One day that we might not have to face death in this life. Think about that. We might be that generation. So, 
What you and I need to realize is it's so important in this time that we're living in that we've seen why are people so discouraged this whole last year because we've been isolated from everybody else. So we've not seen each other like we have. You know, who, who would ever thought a year ago that, we would that you would take a hug for granted? You know, and how important it is that we see each other and that we fellowship. Well, the Lord is telling us something so important that as believers that we have hope. What happens every day, people like clockwork, they go home, turn the news on at night. We turn the news on at night, that gets under our head. And then we say we're not going to do it, and we do it again the next night. And the next night. And you can believe, can you believe CNN? Can you believe Fox News? Can you, yeah, I can't believe that yet. And then you talk to each other. Can you believe this? And, and, and it stops. So like, wait a minute, hold on. We've got to be careful what we take in. Because what we take in, we're going to think 10 times more than what we speak. And so what we need to know that is a believer to comfort each other with God's word. Let's build on that. Look at Hebrews chapter 10 and verses 23 through 25. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. You know, when Noah was building the ark, the Bible tells us that constantly year after year that they would come by and they would laugh at what he was doing and building because it never had rained. They never had seen rain. I mean, building basically this huge ark in the middle of, of, of a desert, really. And, but something very important the Bible tells us that he who was promised is faithful. What God says to you and to me, he's going to do. Now, it might not be this year. It might not be next year. But he's, he will do it. And he will, he will bring encouragement to you. You know, uh, things can, if we're not careful, can get us down. You, you know, you hear somebody say, well, you know, I didn't think I'd, I'd go through, and you fill in the blank, I didn't think I'd go through that this year. You know, you went through what you went through last year or the year before. I was telling somebody that since second grade, four out of five kids that I ran around with, four of them uh, uh, have passed away. And it's a weird feeling. And I think, you know, what, what do people do that don't have the hope that we have? You and I are here today to be reminded in Jesus that with each other, it's so important when, you know, that's what's so important that when you and I see each other through the week or we run into each other, what happens when you see somebody that's a believer? Why, does it, why is there that connection like that? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit that you and I have hope with. So let me read, let me read this to you in the, in the Message Bible, the same verses. So let us do it and what we do same verses let us do it full of belief confident that we are presentable that we know inside and out let us keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going 
What keeps you going? Someone that you believe that you have value in their words and what they say to you. And what's even more important that a friend or a brother and sister in Christ reminds you or reminds me, hey, what, what is what God, what's he telling us? What is he showing us? He's giving you hope today and he's giving us hope today knowing that we're, we're just here. If you don't get anything else today, just to know that you're reminded once again that we're here and that we have hope as a brother and sister in Christ and that we need to remind each other that we might not have to face death. Let me read the rest of that verse. It says in the Message Bible, he always keeps his word. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging and love and helping each other out. Not avoiding worshiping together as some do, but spurning each other on, especially as we see the day approaching. You know, I was listening to so many different people and people talk about the the uh, different things and, and what's happening right now and now the the big talk is the is the vaccine and I'm not here uh, to get into whether you're going to take it or not take it that's not it's not my responsibility but but spiritually people are trying to tie that in with with the mark of the beast and I want you to know that uh, I'm not keep you in suspense till next week that I was going to talk about but to know that 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 does not tie in with the mark of the beast. Now, how can I say it with confidence? The mark of the beast, and as we look at it in Revelation, ties in with worship. You cannot buy or sell without worshiping the Antichrist. And so you take that mark and worship and say, I'm going to believe that he is the Christ, the one which we know he is the false Christ. But it ties in with worship. So, so no just kind of get that out of, of the doomsdayer sayers that we see and all the different things that I hear and you hear every week. Now, I want you to know, without a doubt, as we're here today, I want you to believe that there could be a chance that we could be taken out here in the next week. Now, if that's, if that's true, which it is, he, it says he, he always keeps his word. And a third of the Bible is revealing and it already has been revealed. Bible tells us how can a nation be born in one day in the book of Isaiah. And we see the nation of Israel was reborn in one day. That's just one example. I want you to be encouraged today in the time that we're living. I've never seen, I've never seen so many people so discouraged. I want you to be encouraged today to know that talk to each other and let each other know, hey, we have hope in this time that we're living in. We don't have to live like everyone else. We know that there, I believe that there is going to be a great revival before the Lord comes back. Again, go back to the days of Noah. Why is this like the days of Noah? What are we living in? Bible says that they were uh, buying and selling. Bible says that they were uh, given in marriage and marrying. They were going out. They were partying. They were doing all the things of the world. There was unrest and violence in all the world. Say just like our world today. So as we see the day approaching, could it get worse? Yeah, but probably not much worse than, than what we're living in. But to know that we have the hope that others don't. I, I'm saying this today 
because we take for granted what we have. And I want you to know that there's someone in your circle of family or friends that you and I have such a great impact on right now that we could maybe never had an opportunity to have that conversation. So God's word tells us to tell each other about our faith. If you want to stay encouraged today, continue to talk to each other about our faith. When, when Jesus was getting ready to leave this world and disciples were concerned, they're going, well, well, Lord, what's going to happen? He tells them and he looks at all of them and they're going to get together in the upper room and he said, let your heart not be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I go and to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself. That's the hope that we have today. I want you to know today as you leave here in just a little while that you can leave here knowing that, you know what, we need to be discussing and talking more with each other. Let your heart not be troubled because God is building your mansion in heaven right now. And at any point in time, he could be taken out. The Bible says as lightning or as a twinkling of an eye, that fast that we would be out of here and the rapture occur. And all of our family that knows Jesus are going to be caught up together and we will be with the Lord forever and ever and ever. You know what the Bible says in closing? I love this verse it talks about. It says in his word that we will, we will continue to learn to the ages to come about his grace. I want you to know today that you're not perfect and we know that we failed. We know there's things that we need to work on and all those different things. But most importantly, I want you to know the devil is going to try to come at you with deception. He's going to try and make you look at your problems so much bigger than what you think that they are. And he's going to come and he's not going to stop. And that's why God's word tells us when we pray not to be anxious, but we go to the Lord with prayer and he gives us a peace that surpasses all understanding. He tells us something very important in closing today. He says he will guard our minds and our hearts through Christ Jesus. I want you to know today that, that in the spirit, that's why God tells us in his word that we do not have, as we encourage each other today to know as you see each other and talk about God's word that we know that we do not have to have, as the Bible says, the spirit of fear. Now think about that for a minute. That's real. The spirit of fear is demonic. Know that that's real. And know that you and I, we need to be praying and saying, Lord, I'm thinking this way and I'm talking this way and things are right. I need to know and I need to be with other believers and help me work and, and we need to have that prayer. Lord, take this out of my life and get this away from me because he's given you and I not the spirit of fear, but we have a sound mind today. In other words, we can look at the world and everything that's going on and we can be confident in the promises of God's word.
no matter what you're going through as a family, no matter what you hear in the news, no matter what is taking place or who have passed away in your life, no matter where your health is, no matter what is going on in your life, God always keeps his promise. And if we just stay close to him and with him on that path, he's going to bring the people along us in our life. Isn't it amazing? If you've been a believer a while, that you know how close that person has become to you, we know they're, they're like family. And we are brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm just here to remind you today that how important it is, whether you're watching, whether you're here, that we need each other. And we need to encourage each other that we might be able to see Jesus come in the clouds and, 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 and talk about it with each other. And to know that when we get together, even through the week, we're two or three together in my name. Jesus is there in the midst. Whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in some of your best friends or family, whoever it might be, you and I, think about this, have the power within your spirit to encourage another brother and sister in Christ that might be going through something very difficult right now. And you might not never know just the words that you speak to that person. And it might be a year later, they'll come back to you and they'll say, you know, Joe, it, it's unbelievable. I just want to remind you something you told me last year when I was going. You didn't know it, but when I was going through this, and this is what you said, you reminded me of the promises of God's word. And that's all I'm doing today. I'm just here to remind you that we're living in a time that we need to hear from each other. And the devil has so been delighted, if I can say it that way, this whole last year to separate whoever we can, however he can, as believers. And I want to encourage you and challenge you to stay in touch with each other and to fellowship with each other and to remind each other, comfort each other with his words. God is the God of all comfort. And you're here today because you know that. And I'm here just to remind you, to remind each other that we're all going and living in this life and we're all going through different things. And the word is so powerful that you and I can speak to someone else that's a brother or sister in Christ and the impact that that can have in their life. And we might not ever know it. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're going through, but I want to remind you again what God's word says in the message Bible. He said, God always keeps his word. Jesus is coming back. A third of the Bible is prophecy. We're here and we're being just reminded today who we are in him. And if you don't know Jesus and you're watching today and, and you just happen to tune in and you don't even know why you tuned in, but I want you to know that you can have hope as Jesus gave his disciples. Let not your heart be troubled. And what are you going through today? What are you facing? I don't know what it is, but I know that when you see a brother and sister in Christ and can pray together, can talk with each other, can remind each other that Jesus is coming back. It could come back even this week. And this is the hope that we have. And the word that you speak, you never know 
the impact that will have on another brother or sister in Christ. If you want to experience that today and always have that hope, the Bible says God's word, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Anybody. If you're watching today, if you're listening, all you have to do is say, Jesus, I, I believe that you, you came and you told the disciples and you did exactly what you said you were going to do. You lived a perfect life. And you shed your blood on a cross at Calvary for me. And I ask you right now to come into my life, to forgive me for all of my sins. I believe you died on a cross for me and that you rose from the grave from this day forward help me to live by your resurrection power Father we thank you today as we close this time of invitation Lord if there's someone here today as Ben leads us to know that we have hope and we're here to even in song and, and, and to fellowship when we sing together Lord the fellowship that we have we can encourage each other Lord if there's someone here today that doesn't know you May they accept you today to know that we have hope together in you, Jesus. If there's someone that doesn't know you today, may they come for us. Ben leads us in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that will contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.